Hey guys, welcome back to your Good Life Now podcast. I am Frankie Martinez, and I appreciate you taking time to listen to this podcast. I know it's going to inspire and encourage you. And today, have you ever seen those memes, expectation versus reality? They are super funny. <laughs> There's uh, so many different ones. Uh, some of my most memorable ones are the ones with the Halloween costumes expectation versus reality and it shows like what you expect you're gonna look like with this costume and then they always have some exaggerated um over-the-top look of what some people look kind of silly in it so it's that they don't really look like they think they're gonna look another one is i saw the snowman it says expectation versus reality the snowman you see in movies have you ever seen a snowman like that that you made not me maybe you have maybe you're great at that i not so much so the expectation versus reality is very evident in the snowman thing also how about fast food hamburgers i mean i'm sure you've seen the ads on tv even the pictures <laughs> when you're in the drive-thru you see a picture of what this burger is gonna look like and that's your expectation the reality is man this thing looks like it's been ran over sat on there you gotta look for the meat in there <laughs> i won't name names but i'm sure you can pick figure out which restaurant i'm talking about but the expectation versus reality those memes are hilarious they're funny to see it's super funny to just laugh at and have a good time but why are they funny they're funny because it shows how disappointing things can be when we get our hopes up when we expect something to be some way and it's totally not it's pretty disappointing and that's kind of what we were talking about last week on the podcast hope deferred makes the heart sick and you know when we get our expectations up we are expecting something great and it doesn't happen the bible literally says it makes your heart sick depressed discouraged down and out if that's where you're at, listen to last week's episode. If you haven't, it'll encourage you, give you some faith and fire to put your head up and know that God is working all things out for your good. We also learned last week that God says in Romans, I believe it was 15, 13, that God wants us bubbling over with hope. How awesome is that? Not just to have hope, but to be bubbling over with hope. What is hope? Hope is when you are filled with expectation, good expectations. And so why, why is it so important that we are expectant, that we should be expectant? Because unlike those memes, life shouldn't be expectation versus reality. Those are sad. They're funny to laugh at. But man, that should not describe the life of somebody who knows God. No, the life of somebody who knows God shouldn't be a expectation versus reality mean, but instead it's an expectation equals reality. That's why expectation is important. That's why it's important to have our hopes up and God wants us bubbling over with hope because your expectation is going to equal your reality. Expectation is like the arms of faith that reaches out and grabs your promise of God. Whatever God spoke over you, whatever you're believing God for, expectation is the arms of faith that reach out and grabs it. Our expectation will equal our reality. So it's not just that God wants you to be bubbling over with hope so you could just feel good and 
skip while you walk and whistle and all those great, fun, happy things. But your expectation is kind of, it's telling your faith where to go. And expectation, I like to say it's like the arms of faith because it's more than just having faith. It's reaching out and grabbing it. It's kind of like the woman with the issue of blood when she walked by Jesus. She didn't wait for Jesus to ask for prayer. She didn't wait for Jesus to ask her if she needs anything. She reached out and grabbed, the Bible says, the hem of his garment. Now, if you're not familiar with the story, it's a woman who is struggling with a issue of blood for 12 years. She reached out without Jesus's permission, grabbed the, she barely reached the hem of his garment, but yet she reached out with such expectation that she pulled healing out of Jesus to the fact where Jesus stopped and turned around and said, who touched me? And his disciples are like, Jesus, there's like all these people around you. What do you mean who touched you? He said, no, 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 somebody touched me with expectation. You see, that's why expectation is like the arms of faith, because faith is what you believe God can do. Expectation says God's going to do it right now. And for this woman in this story, it's a beautiful illustration of expectation because she didn't just believe God. She expected it so much that she reached out and grabbed it took it from Jesus and says, Jesus, I'm going to get healed right now, whether you pray for me or not, whether you're aware of it or not, I'm going to take this healing from you because that's how high her expectation was. And that's the expectation that God wants us to walk in, to have in, to not just be you know, hopeful, but our hope should cause action. If we are bubbling over with hope, then we will be people of faith and expectation who step out and act and do something about it. And why is this so important today? You know why? Because I'm sure if you watched any second of the news or even scroll through any news posts on social media, it will weigh you down. There's just bad news after bad news after bad news, enough to get you heavy-hearted, feeling overwhelmed, make you feel like there's no hope, but that's not the way of God. God is not the way without hope. God is a God of hope. He wants us filled with hope, and we should be expecting good things. It's so important that we stay positive, even in the midst of negative news, even in the midst of negative stories and all this craziness that's happening right now in our world. We, as people of faith, need to keep our faith up. We need to continue being the light of the world. And guess how we can? We can be the light of the world when we are filled with positive faith and expectation. I mean, isn't that what the gospel is? The word gospel literally translated means good news. Jesus has come to speak good news. And so we need to hear the good news. We need to hear the good news that God is speaking today, not just a negative voice of the enemy speaking these fear, lies, tormenting thoughts. I'm telling you, mental health is more of an issue today than ever before because of the attack on our minds. And, you know, mainly because we're getting so much more information, so we're aware of so much more. I believe it's a negatively impacting our minds to the point where, where we need to listen to the Bible and take every thought captive and choose what we are allowing to take residency in our minds, in our spirit. And we have a choice to do that. We have control over our mind. We have control over our thoughts, what we want to think. And what we want to believe. So we need to make sure that we are being filled with hope. 
and not just negativity. There's so much negativity, more than you could ask for. Whether you want it or not, it's going to be dumped on you. So we need to dig in deep and to find that hope that God is filling our hearts with. The Bible says, may the God of hope fill you to the point where you are bubbling over with hope. Why? Because a hopeful looks for the good, but the complainer looks for the bad. When you are filled with hope, you're going to find good things. But when you're filled with negativity and complaining, you're going to find bad things. Why? Because everybody wants to be right, right? So when you're hopeful, you're going to look for the good to prove that you're right. Say, see, I told you things are going to work out. Look, see, they worked out just like I said they would because you're hopeful. You're expecting the good, so you're looking for it. You're trying to find it, and all of a sudden, any little good thing, you know, see, I told you good things were going to come. All right, I told you the Bible says all things work for the good to us, but if you have lost your hope and you're complaining and you're negative and you're letting the negative news just wear you down, then you're going to start complaining and you're going to start looking for the bad to prove to you. I see, I told you the world's falling apart. Look, another bad thing happened. Another person this happened to another. And all of a sudden you're finding all these negative things because you're proving to yourself that you're right. So where is your heart? Let your heart come to the cross, come to God and lay your worries, your concerns, your anxieties at the foot of the cross and allow the faith of God, the good news of the gospel. If you're quiet, you'll listen. You can hear it. You can hear the good news of God, that God is still on the throne, that God is still moving, that the negative news you're hearing on the, wherever you're hearing it, is not the final report. Nope. God gets the final say. And as dark as things may seem, or you may see things, or whatever discouraging news you receive, we can always look for the better and let our heart find the faithfulness of God. If you look for the faithfulness of God, you will find it. So I'm here to tell you that God is good. God is faithful. He is doing great things in your life. There are great things that he wants to do in you. All things are working for your good. Now go look for it. I said, all things are working for your good. Believe me when I say that. That's, this is the Bible I'm quoting, okay? This ain't just my little motivational speech. This is the Bible. The Bible says all things are working together for your good. Do you believe it? You should. It's the Bible. It's God's voice. It's God's word. So if you believe it, now pause. Take a deep breath. Put away the negativity for just a moment and start looking how things are actually working for your good. Start looking at all these things that are actually working for your good. If you do that, you're going to see it. You're going to say, man, Frankie was right. All things are working together for my good. Why? Because you changed your perspective. You didn't go into that meme of expectation versus reality of a disappointing reality, but you're understanding that God wants your expectation up because what you expect, you will experience. What you expect you will experience, if you are expecting God to come through, you will experience God coming through for you. If you are expecting things to fall apart, you will experience things falling apart. Don't do that. I don't want you to experience that. There was a time where David in the Bible was very down, very overwhelmed by the news of the world around him, by his life experience. He was down and out. But what did he tell himself? Google it. I think it's Psalms 42 or 43. 
It's a couple different chapters in the book of Psalms where David tells himself, what does he say when he's down and out? He says, hope in God, oh my soul. He talks to himself. He literally says, why are you disquieted within me? Why are you down, soul? Why are you discouraged? And he tells his soul, hope in God, oh my soul. Hope in God, for I will yet praise him. Hope in God. Hope He tells himself, he says, soul, get expectant. Soul, I know you're down and out. You've been listening to the wrong news. You've been listening to the wrong report, the bad report. He tells himself, soul, you better hope in God. Get your hopes up. Expect God to move. This isn't the end of the story. God is good. God is faithful. His promises are true. So he tells himself, get your hopes up. Hope in God, oh my soul. You better start expecting good things. And so this is what I'm telling you. I know even with me, I have to monitor what I'm putting in to my mind. There's so much negativity going on these days that we got to counter it with a positive voice of God. And it's not denying what's happening, but it's saying God's word overrides it. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven, that God gets the last say. And it fills our soul with faith so we can see that things are working for the good. We need to not be discouraged by what we see, but hear the voice of God that would encourage us and inspire us to look for his faithfulness because God's faithfulness is there and it wants to encourage you. And if you look for his faithfulness, you will find it. Why? Because your expectation equals your reality. What you expect, you will experience. Okay, check this verse out. I'm gonna close with this verse. It's Isaiah, the end of Isaiah. It says, those who wait on the Lord will renew their strength. I'm sure you're very familiar with that verse. It says, those who wait on the Lord will renew their strength. They will mount up with wings as eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not faint. Man, when you wait on God, you're Energy will be restored. You will have strength. You will mount up with wings as eagles. You will soar. You will run and not grow weary. You will walk and not faint. You're going to have energy, passion, enthusiasm, vigor in life because you waited on God, right? Well, let me tell you something. I got some good news for you. Do you know what the word wait really means? When it says those who wait on the Lord, it's not talking about those who just go on their way and say, well, one day God's going to come through. One day God's going to move. One day God's going to do this. One day, and so I'm just going to live my life and I'm going to wait on God and one day it's going to happen and and that's that's when my strength's going to be renewed. I'm going to mount up with the wings like eagles. I'm going to fly and soar and all those good things. No, that is a definition of weight, but that's not the weight that God's talking about here. You see, because to wait on the Lord in order to renew your strength, to wait on the Lord to attain those promises, the word wait literally translated means to expect. To expect. Those who expect the Lord. Those who expect God to come through, they will mount up 
with wings as eagles. Those who expect God to move, they will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not faint. What do you mean those who expect? Because think about it. When you order something on Amazon, (laughs) you aren't just waiting. You are expecting that thing to come. You're, you're just waiting passive. You are waiting with an expectation. You're checking your notifications. Is it coming today? What time is it coming? Did it come yet? You're looking out the window. Is I see the Amazon guy, the truck coming. You are waiting with expectation. That's what waiting means. It's with expectation. It's like a child telling the child you're going to go to Disneyland um, you know, if you say we're going to go to Disneyland in the morning, well, guess what? The next morning, the kid's going to wake up early, probably had trouble sleeping because we're so excited. The kid wakes up early, kid puts on his Mickey ears, puts on his whatever shirt he's excited to wear <laughs> to Disneyland, and he's sitting at the table with his ears on, packed up, backpack ready to go. Why? Because he's waiting expectantly. That's what it means to wait. It's wait with expectation. It's, it's like when the quarterback's about to throw a long pass, the receiver, he, what is he just waiting for the ball to fall in his hand? No, he's running down the field. He's running down the field expecting the ball to come his way. He's running, trying to outrun, get away from the other players so he can catch the ball because he's waiting with expectation. And that's the kind of waiting that this verse is talking about. It's talking about a waiting with expectation. Those who wait on the Lord, those who's running down the field, waiting for God to throw that ball, expecting the passes coming any minute. Now, I got to be running full throttle. I got to be running full force because when that ball gets released from Jesus's hand, I better be ready to catch it. That's what it means to wait on the Lord. That's what it means to expect God to move. Let me tell you something. When you expect God to come through, your faith will be renewed. When you expect God to move, man, your expectation makes room for God to move. Isn't that what the Bible says? It says, signs and wonders will follow those who believe in my name. They follow you. That means you got to go first. You got to go first. Jesus himself said, signs and wonders will follow those who believe in my name. Well, what does that mean? It means you who believe in him got to go first. Well, how do you go first? You go first in faith. You go first in expectation. You go first by running down the field, expecting the ball to be thrown to you. If you ain't running down the field, you ain't expecting God. You ain't waiting on God. Your strength will not be renewed. You got to be in motion for God to move. Just like the very first story I told you about the woman with the issue of blood. She wasn't passively sitting outside of her house waiting for Jesus to come to her. She aggressively went through the crowd, reached out, and touched God. She expected healing so much that she knew, I just got to touch the edge of his garment, and then I'll know I'll get what my miracle, my promise, what I'm believing God for. So listen, I want to encourage you with this message today because I know there is so much negative news going on. There's so much madness, fear, discouraging stuff going on that we need to let God's voice reign 
in our hearts. We need to pay attention to what we're paying attention to. Think about what you're thinking about and stop thinking so much on the negative and get into the Bible, get into the word of God. Let God speak to you. Let him show you that things are working for your good. Yes, we need to pray for things to change. We need to pray for so many things, but at the same time, you need to expect the goodness of God in your life because that's the ultimate level of faith right there. Faith at its highest peak is when you're reaching out in expectation, saying, I'm going to pull that promise. So come on, we have been praying, we've been believing, but now it's time to reach out in faith and pull that promise over our life, over our family, over this country, over this world. We need to do it. We are the people. We are the ones who can do it. So I hope this message encourages you to let the good news reign inside of your heart. God is still sitting on the throne. There are still many great things God is about to do in you and through you. And if you would look for God's faithfulness, you'll find it. If you expect a miracle in your life, you will find it. So expect a miracle. Let your hope be raised up, okay? Let hope be bubbling over. Let's expect God to move and Be sure to message me. Let me know what God has done in your life through this message, how he encouraged you, inspired you, challenged you, got you through a funk. Let's get out of the funk. Let's get into the faith. Let's expect God to move, okay? I hope this encourages you. Be sure to say hi to us on Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, email yourgoodlifenow at yahoo.com. All right, guys, I hope this encouraged you, and I will see you next week. And as always, my friends, cheers to your good life. Good life, good, good life, good, good life, yeah.